Well, I, I feel like we're going to look back on w- at least one of these potentially as being very important um, in the ultimate race for a championship. The, the Golden State game, I'm not quite as sure. But let's start there. And I'm going to start with the only place that I can start if I'm being true to myself and not disingenuous, which is fuck the Grizzlies. Um, just here's why I say fuck Memphis. And it, I would be lying if I started any other way. The Grizzlies should have won this game. For anybody who missed the game, the Warriors came out and like Charles Barkley, to his credit, said at halftime, uh, absolutely played this thing like it was a scrimmage. Uh, Steph said in his postgame interview afterwards that they the first five minutes, they just weren't playing with the usual, you know, poise that they do. And, you know, who could blame them? They're home. They're facing a team without John Morant. It was very clear that they thought they could just kind of walk in here and beat this team. And uh, they started throwing the ball all over the court and doing their usual careless turnover thing, except to a, a rather absurd degree. I'm not, I think they had something like 13 turnovers in the first half. It was at least 11. I want to say it was 13. Um, more than that, they missed their first 15 shots from deep. And let me tell you, most of those shots were not well defended. In fact, I'm not quite sure that any of them were well defended. Uh, the Grizzlies were allowing these wide open looks from like good shooters too. Uh, I think Clay started off 0 of 7 from deep. Uh, Steph, I know, started off 2 of 10. Jordan Poole started off 0 of 3. I, don't, I actually don't even know if Jordan Poole hit a 3 tonight. I don't think he did. Um, so the Warriors just weren't hitting shots. They weren't taking the shots really in great rhythm, but they were open looks. And inside the arc, the Warriors were, when they weren't turning the ball over, they were kind of getting whatever they wanted. So it wasn't anything that Memphis was doing, but, you know, they went into halftime with a lead. Uh, third quarter, again, more misses from the Warriors, some more turnovers. You know, Memphis hit a couple shots. And then all of a sudden you look up, Warriors only have 62 points after the third quarter. Um, the, the Grizzlies at one point had a 10-point lead with about nine or 10 minutes to go in the fourth, I think they may have actually gotten up to 11 at one point. And then some stuff happened and we'll get to that in a second. And the, the Warriors ended up winning the game. And I start this bonus podcast by saying, fuck Memphis, because had the Memphis Grizzlies not done some of the things that they did to lose this game. And I'm going to mention one player in particular in a moment, the narrative absolutely would have been, Oh, Give it to the Grizzlies, heart, culture, grit. It's grit, grit and grind, the comeback of grit and grind. Um, and, you know, and you would have heard all of this flowery bullshit. And it would have been just that. It would have been bullshit because it, this game it had the Grizzlies, you know, and, and give the Warriors credit. They made some tough shots down the stretch. Otto Porter hit some big threes throughout this game, including one in the fourth quarter that I thought was significant, even though it was early in the fourth. Um, obviously, stay, Steph made a few big ones. Clay made a big one late from the corner on an inbounds, nice inbounds play. Uh, so, like, the Warriors, you know, did what they needed to do to win the game. Uh, but the narrative that, that that would have come out of this had the Warriors not made those couple plays would have been absolute nonsense. Uh, because the Grizzlies did not play particularly well. Like they played hard on defense for sure. I don't think they played great on defense. They played okay. They were fine. And on offense, they were positively dreadful 
for much of the night. They really didn't hit a lot of shots, even though they had some open looks themselves. Um, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. was was fine. He was fine. He had a couple of nice, you know, nice conversions, but ended up uh, 21 points on 21 shots, missed all seven of his threes, missed a couple some key free or one key free throw uh, late in the game that mattered. Uh, some other nice performances. Kyle Anderson, 17 points, but he was just two of seven from the line, uh, even though he was seven of eight from the field. But I think you could argue that he was Memphis's best player on offense. Tyus Jones, possible Nick free agent point guard target. Tyus Jones uh, finished with 19 points, but only eight of 18 shooting. Uh, I, I honestly thought his impact was pretty muted. I thought he missed a lot of makeable shots. I thought the warriors were like, Hey, if Tyus Jones beats us, he's going to beat us. And he really didn't beat them. Not, not with eight of 18 shooting. He didn't uh, only had six or five assists, excuse me. But the guy we got to pay more attention to here. And we, we have to give credit to one of just the all time playoff clunkers is Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks finished this game with a deceiving stat line. That was actually much better than, his game was he finished with 12 points on five of 19 shooting, even though, and here's why it's deceiving. He made his last two at one point. He was three of 17, but uh, he had a layup late when the war, it was under 30 seconds left. The warriors had gone up by three for the first lead. They took all game uh, and they basically gave him a layup that they didn't foul him on because they knew they get the ball back and, you know, they got into Steph hands, stuff got fouled. Uh, you know, another three point lead. And then literally as the clock expired and as Golden State was up by six, uh, Brooks heaved in a three from like 35 feet out. He was wide open and that went in. So he ended up with five being five of 19 and two of nine from deep. When in, in honesty, it was really a three of 17 night for 17 or for seven points, excuse me, and one of eight from deep. The shot selection from Dylan Brooks tonight was uh, almost unfathomable. It, it was so bad. Just completely a lack of, I mean, he and not even just the shot selection. He had a turnover late in which he dribbled the ball literally off his foot. Uh, he had another turnover in the fourth quarter in which it appeared that someone on the Warriors knocked the ball out of bounds from his hands. And then the replay just showed, well, he just threw it out of bounds. Just threw it. Just tossed it right the hell out of bounds. Uh, it was one of the worst playoff games you will ever see a player play um, at the NBA level. I, I was, I, I want to say I felt bad for the the Grizzlies, but um, I, I don't. Uh, I don't like Dylan Brooks. I think the Grizzlies. And, I don't like the Grizzlies this year. I thought they were a bunch of punks. I thought the way they went about their business was. Um, you know, I, I just didn't care for it. Uh, the Warriors, you know, I'm not a big Warriors guy, not like Andrew, but I, I, I don't dislike the Warriors. That's for sure. And I was happy they won the game because all I could think of is this game was going on and it kept getting later and later and later. And it appears like, holy shit, the Warriors could actually lose this game. I was just thinking of being a Warriors fan and like, you have the you basically have the conference finals sitting for you on a silver platter because now they're up three one and they sure they're going to go back to Memphis for game five. They, we don't know yet. Taylor Jenkins just said at the post game press conference, you know, they don't know if Jaws going to play in game five. But like 
we really think the Warriors are going to blow a 3-1 lead to a this Grizzlies team with a hobbled John Moran if, in, if indeed he even comes back to play? I don't think so. So the Warriors basically had this ticket to the conference finals ready to be stamped, and they almost blew it. Um, I just couldn't imagine being one of their fans uh, watching this game, but they pulled it out, so good for them. Um, I don't really know how to feel about the Warriors any differently than I did going into this game uh, now that it's over. I <sighs> You know, there's such a fun, like quarter to quarter, game to game. There's just such a funky team. I mean, they go out and they put up 140, whatever they did in game three against Memphis. And tonight they had 62 points through three quarters. Um, there is there is something about them that I feel like is lacking that championship teams have. There's a there's a lack of consistency. There's a lack of, and, and let me tell you, they, like they're good on defense. Like they, for a team that plays really small, they make it work for them. It's astounding. Uh, I know Ja had to, had his way with them uh, at the end of uh, what was it, game game two. Uh, but I don't think that there's anyone left in the playoffs, any guard at least, that can take them apart quite like that. Um, you know. If they get to the finals, the challenge against Giannis or I guess Tatum or, you know, you know, let's save the East Conference. The, the challenge they may face in the finals, I'm sure, will be significant. 